السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم جميعا أيها المستمعين والمستمعات Beloved listeners of Radio Islam International Welcome back to Hayatan Tayyiba with myself, Malima Shakira Hunter here at Radio Islam International every Monday, Wednesday and Friday afternoon Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us these moments to learn together to build towards a life that is tayyib now, alhamdulillah, today we are going to be looking at something quite difficult, but I think something that inshallah will, uh, you know, educate us all and maybe allow each one of us to develop our understanding of how to deal with the elderly and those who are in our lives. Joining me online today is Nabila Vadiwala, who is a published author, author of A Coat for Life with Qualifications in Nutrition and Psychology. She is an advocate for sunnah eating, stress relief and healthy lifestyle choices. Her Instagram handle is Code for Life. Um, when it comes to health, uh, mental health, you know, there's very little information that is given to our elderly. And inshallah, today, Sister Nabila Vadivala will be explaining to us and, and taking us through this beautiful topic and allowing us to learn how to, 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 to educate and to assist those who are in our lives, inshallah. Sister Nabila, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair for having me today, alhamdulillah. It's a pleasure, alhamdulillah. So, Sister Nabila, you know, recently our content producer, she came across a post online that was sparking debate about trauma counseling for, for the elders in our community. And a lot of times, you know, when you think of counseling, we're always looking, for the, looking at the young ones nowadays, and it's always about the youth. But in reality, we are looking at counseling and we are looking at you know, the, the elders of our community and how, as they go into the holiday season, this can be such a lonely time. This can be a time when they feel overwhelmed by, uh, by emotions. Just last week, we had a, a, a function that was at Radio Islam International and subhanAllah, an elderly lady was there and she was in tears. And she, she gave advice to all the young moms and she was saying that, you know, before you know it, your kids will leave you and you'll find yourself all alone. You'll find yourself in this difficulty. So... Where, you know, the, the, the old elders of the community, they face a lot of challenges. So when it comes to mental health for the elders, in, our, in, in your opinion, first and foremost, why is there a need to talk about these mental health issues? And what are some of the challenges that the elderly are facing? So subhanAllah, I'm so glad that um, your producer brought up a topic important because, you know, we ourselves um, anticipate, inshallah, if Allah wills, old age or, you know, in elderly years. Um, your retirement years and these years can start anything between 55 and upwards um, and generally when we you know start to leave your home when you start to lose um, a lot more social contact with you know your support system as you know it and entering into a new age of your life and um, there is a need to talk about this because it's not often addressed I mean you know we often speak about child development we often talk about teenagers we often talk about um, you know newly wedded couples and then you know the years uh, building up to your career but often we forget to um, address retirement early retirement late retirement um, and late adulthood and you know how to someone who is elderly themselves to be able to find you know something that is fulfilling in their life at that time so you know generally as we anticipate these years um, or as a person may anticipate um, their late adulthood um, they may find that they memory 
Some of that could be health, you know, many of that could be financial, um, and a lot of that can be, you know, social circles. So integrating into a new age and a new chapter of your life where you're no longer dependent in, on work, where you're no longer going to work, so you're, you're a little bit isolated and withdrawn from, you know, the life you know and the life you've grown for 30 or 20 or even 10 somewhat years. Um, so Alhamdulillah, the, you know, it is a difficult stage for people who are navigating this and also for those who love around. Um, mm-hmm. So is so there many others have worked their whole lives. They have been the glue that's, you know, behind the families. But now as the time hits, as you're saying, they lose their and their siblings around them sometimes, they sort of feel like they're not needed anymore. They have been the glue behind their families and they, you know, you know, they, they sort of held them together for years and years. And suddenly, as retirement kids, they lose friends, they lose siblings, they even lose people. You know, they, they sort of feel like they're not needed anymore. So how can counseling help them? And should families consider this as many of the elders have no idea how to adjust their bodies, their minds, and how to the declining of old age? So while alhamdulillah the retirement years are anticipated for the individual and the family and why this may be is because you know a lifetime of working very hard of the same uh, normal routine um, you know of going to work doing what they need to do coming home and all you know that that the start to change and that in itself can bring about some difficulties so for the vigil for the individuals themselves um, as they stop you know, um, um, going to work and as they try and settle into a new routine, um, the family that lives with that person, um, the lives of everyone in that household um, changes. And what that can come, you know, a lot of confusion, um, a little bit of conflict, um, and a little bit of, you know, difficulty, general life day-to-day challenges, you know, that can prove different for the individual. So I do definitely encourage that the individual at this stage starts to seek counseling um, because many questions will come into the mind of the individual. Well, they have, they may have, well, they may have a plan set, um, you know, on what they want to do with their life go to for so many years and this change of routine can bring about some challenges because you know the people of the house are not used to seeing that person um, as often as they do and that in turn can create some internal conflict um, and also you know the difficulty of navigating will be uh, uh, doing their life and not not being needed in certain aspects of the life and because the people in the household have been used to dealing with that particular person in a certain way and that person um, normally being needed in their work environment and normally fulfilling a role in their work environment now trying to navigate the not being needed aspect and that can prove quite challenging for the individuals themselves and they may start to approach you know the people in the household a little bit differently and the people in the household may be resistant and I'll just give an example is perhaps, you know, um, and, and this is not even retirement, but perhaps for someone who is elderly that is now moving in with the family, with a new family unit. And that person now wanting to engage with the younger members of the family and the younger, you know, they're a little bit resistant to it. And they may, you know, gain some sort of irritation from that because they're not used to having this new relationship that this person wants to have. Um, and similarly for the spouse in the relationship, whereas now, um, you know, uh, someone who's just retired and they're trying to have a different relationship with the spouse in the household, 
um, and we generally look at you know the male who's now retired and the female who's who's who's, who's retired or has always been sort of at home um, more than the more than the male in 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 that unit, um, which is what we typically or often relationship of the person being at home, um, there may be some challenge with that. And, and, and the person who's normally at home may feel as though their space has now been invaded. So, you know, just just adjusting to the new dynamics and the new system of that can be person will see in their day life. And it may also trigger some, you know, previous trauma. And that can be a little bit challenging to navigate. So that's why I do recommend that you know, individuals do seek counseling for that or, uh, you know, families do go for counseling for that in order to sort of adjust to the new environment and also to understand that there is a new dynamic and there is a new routine that will be followed um, in those later years. But but definitely, um, counseling is definitely encouraged for individuals um, in this instance. And the younger people in the home. And we, we generally look at past issues and childhood issues. Now, obviously, when you speaking to the elderly, do you think that counselling is in the same manner and what would be the different elements that we would regard specifically to the elders? Okay, so the way that a counsellor will speak to an elderly counsellor will be a little bit differently than, you know, they would. So it's a different type of counselling for the counsellor themselves as a, as, as a professional. There are certain declines. Um, it's, this is not always the case, but often with old age comes on, you know, the adjustment to maybe could be memory loss, could be, you know, some health um, declining issues. Um, you know, it could be lifestyle changes that need to be made. The family, they, they may need to adjust to that and they may need to learn how to navigate that without venting their frustrations on the individual because this can prove, um, you know, quite, quite challenging for the individual themselves. So when the, the professional will approach um, an elderly person, um, you know, what they counseling forward, helping them, may, you know, to develop um, a, a newer support system or support system inculcating different members of the family. And often the, the often may interact much better with, you know, the elderly, perhaps a grandparent or something like that. Um, and they often find a lot of comfort by, by younger children, whereas the older individuals in the home, you know, perhaps, and then, you know, the adults or your young adults, um, they may find it a little bit difficult to relate to the older individual. So, you know, finding activities where the, the you know, the, 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 the elderly and everyone in the family dynamic can engage in, finding topics that everyone can relate to and that is not isolating for anyone in that unit and, you know, taking into consideration the different challenges that, that, that each one may have. So younger children may have certain challenges and so do, you know, um, um, you know, you in um, a unit and working in a system that does not exclude any individual in the home may develop a strong support network so that person, um, you know, always knows that they have this family that they can rely on and they can depend on this new network. But, you know, in, in, in the holidays, we find that, um, you know, so, so we often find that you know, uh, uh, you elderly don't get to have a lot of time with family. Now when they have a lot of the time freed up, they want to spend time 
with the younger children. They want to spend time with their children. They want to spend time with the people of the household. And the reality is that the people of the household have different responsibilities of their own. They may need to go to work. Some of them may go to school. And when the holidays come in, then, you know, often holidays are planned. So get off some exclusion to, you know, that elderly person. And so for that elderly person to understand that, you know, they need to now find, um, you know, things in their life that will be fulfilling for them. So often, um, and what we find is that in the elderly, doing things that they could never do when they were younger because of work and because of um, parenting and, you know, many other challenges that may have arisen in the past. But now they can find ways of, you know, perhaps doing things like bird watching, um, you know, things, uh, recreational activities that, you know, they didn't get a, a, a lot of time to, 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 to do. So, you know, taking up a sport, taking up a hobby, um, you know, uh, uh, connecting with friends of similar age, um, that type of thing is very important for the individual at, at, at this at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazakallah, so much for explaining that so beautifully. And now when we come to the holiday season, many families are going away with the elders in the community and they are faced with basically being all alone. You know, it's the holiday time and they're alone. Or it might be the opposite. It might be that their houses are suddenly filled with children and then the grandparents are getting irritable. So how do you as a family member navigate this? You know, the irritability that grandparents find themselves not being able to handle the young children and the noise. So that balance of, you know, spending time with them but also giving them their space. So subhanAllah, um, that is a good question, Sister Shakira, and um, it is, we do anticipate the holidays. And, you know, you know, sometimes with uh, individuals who now do have a life that they've and programs and now they have, you know, grandchildren and children and, you know, everyone else in the home to connect with and, and, and they often don't have that, that connection with them or they, you know, prefer short periods of time with these individuals because um, they may get tired, um, they may get so what, what parents can do and what the, you know, the family unit and the dynamic can do is include, um, you know, elderly people in, you know, activities that will be non-tiring for them, but in the same way that will be challenging for them. So, you know, things like little games, ball games, um, things like that. But what can also be done is that to allow space for, you know, the, 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 you know, elderly persons in the home. Perhaps, you know, if you're going on a getaway or if you're having a staycation at home, stolen away from the elderly people at certain moments, um, making sure that, you know, the noise is kept at, at an acceptable level that is not too overwhelming for the elderly people in the house. But often we find with certain elderly people is that they enjoy the noise and they enjoy um, looking at the children play and they enjoy um, you know, not uh, get a lot of time with them, that they actually enjoy the noise. Um, so sometimes you need to maybe check with the person and ask that person, um, you know, is the, is the noise getting too much? Should we, should we tell the children to, you know, play somewhere else? And if the person says, no, I'm enjoying it, then, you know, removing the children from that environment then would not be a very good thing to do. And it would be more beneficial for those children to just be as they are and to connect with the elderly. But it just depends on the age factor. So, you know, and it also depends on the individual as well. So that is an impossible with sort of moving the children, um, you know, to a certain area or, you know, how, you know, navigating uh, uh, um, you know the, the 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 choice of the individual, and always 
asking them before making the choice for them with the assumption of age vigil mm. is that they may feel that that exclusion and that, and that isolation without being given the choice to make that that decision for themselves so i think it goes back to taking you know respecting them even if they might have the outward signs or even the you know inwardly they're going through the aging process but still to remember who they were once upon a time and you know just give them that respect uh, sister nebula now when we look at um some of our our senior members who might be all alone this holiday and it's quite in, can be incredibly depressing it can be something really really sad so a lot of the you know people who are at home and don't have families and don't have you know extended families who might be visiting them or going away for holiday what can they do to ease the loneliness in this time you know december is a very lonely period for many people and not just the the elderly and the aging but what an elderly go to the park or organize for someone to take them to the park you know just being in an environment where they seeing other people um where they can you know engage with other people that can be uh, quite important so basically um any activity that involves some sort of a, a socialization will allow a person to not feel the loneliness of the you know of, of of the holiday season and when everyone is away so you know visiting animal shelters spending time with you know animals um today and i think sometimes even on a sunday where you can go in and play with animals if that is something that you enjoy um the other the other thing is you know going to the mall and just having a cup of coffee um and you know people watching that can be quite fun and engaging with the waitresses and the waiters station um some stimulating conversations from that so again anything that that uh, includes socialization and stimulation um so making the effort to kind of walk out of your home going to see your neighbors forming a group of neighbors where um or you know individuals like minded that can sit together and speak together um you know just uh, uh, uh basically immersing yourself in you know with people and not with um and if you find that it's difficult for you to get from place to place um there are many you can you, you know you can ask someone in 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 the unit a younger person to sort of connect you with um you know things like uber to get you from some your local um transportation um you know person where they can take you around but but just having that freedom to do what you need to do with people and not just do it like that that can be quite fulfilling for an individual and taking up hobbies yeah that that is a wonderful thing to do is immersing yourself in hobbies things like um that you can do at home maybe it's cooking um you know maybe it's 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 watching your favorite program and and, and doing certain things that you enjoy from that program um you know perhaps you know a uh, a sport something like that that uh, you know a community sport so often what we find is that all the individuals where they play games like bowls where they play games um you know that 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 a lot that is not tiring for the individual but that is stimulating for the individual and where they where they, they may find some enjoyment from that's that's really lovely so sister you spoke about hobbies and you know we we've touched on that a little, little bit now what i've noticed in in my online classes that, that i do i've got a lot of elderly sisters who join in and 
Subhanallah, you know, they've said to me their lives have changed just by doing online studying. And most of them, I've got, you know, uh, academics who have been with me and they, you know, they've come to retirement and they love studying. They've been studying their entire lives. And now most of them are doing classical Arabic and I, my courses are quite rigorous. And yet, alhamdulillah, they keep up with the demands of it. They enjoy it. At times, obviously, they find it difficult to memorize and things like that. But how do you, how important do you think is further studying when it comes to, 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 to the elderly? It is probably one of the most essential things that, you know, a person at that age can do for themselves. Um, so what often happens is that because of, you know, lack of stuff, that means is because their mind is not being stimulated or certain areas of the brain are not receiving stimulation, those areas then start to become sort of lazy, if, 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 if I can put it that way. And when it becomes lazy, it becomes sort of unusable for the individual. So that's when they start to find some cognitive decline where they, where they cannot remember certain things. So classes that allow them to sort of improve motor skills. So basically it is, you know, you can say it is a similar activity that a younger individual, so someone like a toddler would do, that is, um, that would be exceptional, obviously at a higher, at an advanced um, uh, educational level, but the same way we can relate that to an elderly individual. Um, that stimulation is exceptional for memory, um, for increasing memory. So eating the right um, reading, continuing to read the, the, the newspaper, continuing to play with games and doing puzzles. Um, those are all things that can stimulate um, the brain and, 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 you know, help the brain to stay healthy and not become lazy, as we say. Um, and, 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 and while doing that, it is, you know, it is important for those, for, for you know, brain to 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 stay stimulated and that that can only be beneficial for for the elderly person now uh just to end off you know i have a question somebody sent through recently is that um what about smothering you know when it comes to our, our, our uh, especially like when it comes to your parents i know for myself in the past my, my parents allah have mercy on them but you really want to take care of them now you know you they've done so much for you you just want to do everything for them you want to protect them from environments that are you know that might cause them harm and then you you sort of come across as if you are micromanaging their lives and they get very frustrated with us so how do you take care, especially when it comes to injuries and you know th- things like that, how do you allow them to, to show your love and to respect them but not smother them? That's a wonderful question and I think that's, uh, that's, that's, that's something that you know, someone who is in the very much for that matter, that finds it very difficult to speak to the individuals in, in the home and that can cause some discord. So that smothering um, is, is is can be very detrimental to the relationship and to the quality of the life of that individual. Um, so remember, the person is old, um, and being old does not mean that they don't have the right to make their own choices. Um, so you know, whenever you are dealing with someone who is elderly, elderly, respect them enough. Um, you know, you know, out of the condition to make choices, unless they do have some impairments that don't allow them to make their own choices, and then, and then too, you should still consider what it is they, you know, 
that can understand clearly, that still have, you know, uh, an average or good memory, you should be allowing them. Um, and, and I hate to say the, you know, the word you should be allowing, because that is not something that we should, you know, it, it, it's something that we often think that we, you know, we as younger, younger people have that um, now we have that responsibility of making decisions for the elderly in our home. But the reality is that the elderly want to make decisions for themselves. So include them that that will affect their quality of life and having them make their own choices can be very empowering for them at that age and can help them to lead a better quality of life but sometimes you may find that with an elderly person it is difficult um, and then they then you need may not be able to ensure the safety of the household it may not be be able to ensure the safety of themselves and speak to them about how um, you care and concern about them. Speak to them about that. Um, try and convey that in a way because often there are misunderstandings that when you want to make a decision that it's not being received in the way that it's intended. So always uh, communicate. It, it does boil down to communication. That person may be old, but they understand. And they have a lot of experience. So, you know, they, they deserve the right to uh, an explanation, those explanations to them. Um, that, that can be very, you know, beneficial in the quality of the life of the individual as well as the relationship that you have, have with that individual. Um, but smothering is definitely something that is not always positive, especially in the old age years. Um, a parent smothers their children, um, but in the older years, it is not something that 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 old person can appreciate. Because remember, so much that you must remember that that person at that age realizes that they've accomplished so much in their life, and now at this stage in their life, just to do simple things can be a bit difficult for them. And having some younger person come in and tell them what they need to do can be very difficult for them. And so you need to tread very cautiously and kindly around them. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, they behavior and their, their characteristics and their personality and often dealing with them can be very difficult so to seek family counseling that could also help and learning techniques and tools on how to work with elderly people and how to talk mm. uh, so Nabila, on that note i just wanted to ask um so is the, you know most of us are jetting off and we're getting ready to power holidays and things like that how important is it for us to establish routine phone calls and routine messages etc with the elderly in our family so routine is something that is 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 the thing that gives sort of safety and comfort for an elderly person. Um, having a routine in in the old age years. So so you know, especially from the years when, for example, the person um, is just retired and now they're developing a routine at the same time for the individual. But if the person is an elderly person, they like routine. That routine is safe for them. That routine is comforting to them. So having those phone calls, those video calls, um, you know, sending them pictures daily at a particular time, um, so that is very important um, to, you know, establish the routine and also to respect the routine. So you, as someone who is not that, you know, who is interacting with that individual, it's important for you to engage with them um, in a way that they will appreciate and in a way that will be comforting to them. So not calling them at odd hours, things like that. Um, that is very important as well.
So Zainabila, Jazakallah so much for joining us here in Hayat and Tayyiba. May Allah bless you, inshallah. And make this a means of all our listeners out there taking care of the, of the elderly and their families, inshallah, understanding the rights that is owed to them. And inshallah, you know, not forgetting that while we all having fun, we, we, we you know, take time to, 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 to keep in contact with them, inshallah. Barakallah fiki, Jazakallah for your time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Listeners, alhamdulillah, you have been listening to Hayatun Tayyibah with myself, Malima Shakira Hunter, here at Radio Islam International, and we have been speaking to Sister Nabila, looking at our elderly and their mental health and trying to assist them in any way that we can, inshallah. May Allah bless you all. Jazakallah khair for joining me. Inshallah, we will chat again soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.